It's Carl Kennedy from The Rods, and you're watching Aftershocks TV. It's you not. Know. I mean, there's one band coming through town which kind of leads us, and I segue on to um, our next topic, I guess. And look, Matt, Matt and I just jump around on this. We do have a sequence, but it just goes in different directions. But mm-hmm. one band that uh, that I'm considering going, and there's a lot of hate out there for this band, mm-hmm. and Matt knows where I'm going with this one, and he's already going, fuck that, um, uh, is Creed, <laughs> right? Creed, right? And there's a oh, band yeah. that... Mm-hmm. Like, most rock and metal fans just go Creed, right? And and I used to, I, I do like Creed. I'm a Creed fan. I don't like it as much as I used to. I think their music dated a lot, to be honest. It didn't quite hold up. And a lot of 90s music really did, did date. But um, but as I said, I prefer the Scott Stapp solo stuff, which I really think is good. But here's a band that gets ridiculed. You know, Creed and Nickelback are like the... Um, you know, the butt of all the jokes, whatever, and that's fine. And I kind of like Nickelback too. I never apologize for who I, who I like. If you don't no, like yeah, him, no. that's that's fine. Exactly. Not that. Absolutely. Screw you if you don't like it. That's what I say. But, you know, I was looking at a couple of stats on Creed. And Creed in the 90s, obviously I wasn't living in the US. So I never quite, mm-hmm. I just read about it. I wasn't, I wasn't here. I'm here 10 years. And their current tour, they're playing be- to, to, they're playing to between twelve and twenty thousand people a night. So there's an arena band right there, right? Mm-hmm. And the local Charlotte concert is in the same place. I saw. I think it's in the same place, um, which is twenty. If it's not, it's a twenty thousand seater anyway. Now they're playing it with Daughtery and Three Doors Down. That would be a nightmare for me to look at any of those two mm-hmm. bands because I mm-hmm. just do not like them. It's two nineties for me, as if Creed mm-hmm. or not. Creed are the ninth as the Creed are the ninth biggest selling band of the entire decade. Ninth biggest selling. I don't know who else is up there. Mm. They've sold fifty three million albums worldwide. Wow, 50, they did three million albums. Wow, I didn't right? was that many albums. And wow. Human Clay <clears throat> sold twelve million and twenty million worldwide. Yet, how does wow. everybody hate <clears throat> them? <laughs> so well, that's my okay. question. Out there. No, so, and this and this is a great. I'm glad you brought this this one up. This was actually a really good, uh, I think, discussion to have. You know, I think with Creed, you know, and they, they were just, it, it, it was kind of, I, I think, well, you got to look at who listens to Creed, okay? Mm. We'll start We'll start there. With the exception we, of me, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, listen, I'll ta- give you my take on Creed first, okay? Sure, go um, Their first record, yeah, I really wasn't that bad. I, I had the record, I think it was given to me or something. And, you know, back then there was no, there was still no streaming and everything. So when you got something, you played it to death. And I did play that uh, album a lot, and I, I I did like it. I won't say I won't say I didn't. Um, this human clay? No, no, one? no. This is the first one. My own prison. Mm-hmm. I think it was right. I think so because um, it the reason why I did like it was if you if people would go back and listen to it because you know when people when they hear Creed you're thinking of higher with arms wide open right that's the first thing people are thinking. But if you go back and you listen to that first record, they've got some really really solid riffs on there. Mark Tremonti. you know, I mean, he came from a player. Yes, he is a very good player. I mean, he came from a, a very thrash death metal background. He was mm. uh, he was into death metal, and they from Florida. That's where all the the death metal was at. Yeah, it was all the Florida. Scene, yeah, yeah. And um, so they had some really good riffs on that first record. Now I wasn't, I didn't love Scott Stapp's voice, but just because it reminded me of like a, like a carbon copy of, of Eddie Vedder. You know, Eddie I Vedder, mean, yeah. I mean, it had that yarling. Yep. Sound, you know, that a lot of the Seattle, well, not the Seattle bands, but the Seattle knockoff bands, I should mm. say, had. And then, so I was okay with the first record. When they came out with Human Clay, yeah, I, obviously I was I was done because that was just way too, 
Mm. You know, I, it, it didn't. The edge wasn't dead. There was no edge to them anymore. They were on all over. Like so, here in the states, yeah, they were all over MTV. You know, they were part of the MTV TRL. You know, countdown every week. You had uh, them. You had Limp Bizkit. You had Corn. You mm-hmm. had Orgy. You had those bands. Now, I think the, I think the thing with Creed, there's a couple of things. The people you said that everyone hates Creed. Well, I wouldn't say that. Obviously, what it is? It's just like Limp Bizkit, and it's just like uh, like puddle of mud. It's a lot of the metalheads hate Creed. Mm. Now, the rock fans, the grunge, people who are in grunge, just your typical radio rock consumers, okay? They're the ones, yes, that love Creed. You know, could because at, I, at that point in time, okay, like I was just, all those bands I was just saying on MTV, the Corns, Limp Bizkits, they were, I mean, it was all these urban influences, mostly, mm. all over MTV. You had some industrial as well, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, all that, right? Not everyone could get into that, but if but you put some Creed on, it was just rock. It was back to being just rock again. Yeah. And it reminded, I think, a lot of the, you know, the, the people who loved the grunge but didn't couldn't get into the new metal and everything. They they were like, oh great, you know, th- th- finally just something that's just you know reminds us of the Seattle sound, mm. just like Puddle of Mud. That's why I think Puddle sure. of Mud got big. Now the difference between say a Creed and Puddle of Mud is a couple of things. Now too, Puddle of Mud's been putting out albums and touring, you know, since then they haven't stopped. I, I think with Creed situation, obviously, is they haven't been at it for twenty years or whatever it's no. been. I mean, they only put out like three records, I think, right? And now it's it. They had one a couple about ten years ago. I can't even remember the date on it, but oh, they uh, did. Really? Like, yeah, okay. they did. Yeah, they actually put one out. Yeah, I can look it up in a second. But, but, uh, but I think that this concert, this, uh, they said, hey guys, um, yeah, the bank's running a bit low there. Let's do a tour, make some money. Cause that they're not coming sure. back for the love of each other. They're certainly not coming back Absolutely. for the love of the music. Somebody just made them a big offer, and they went, yeah, sure, let's do it. And mm-hmm. I, here's how I'm thinking about it. Um, to your point, Matt, is that um, like I'm a rock and metal. I don't love Creed. I just don't. They're kind of a six out of ten, six and a half out of ten kind of thing. But if I can get a if I can get a ticket for sixty dollars ish, I won't be buying a seventeen dollar beer. They don't mm-hmm. deserve that. But if I can get a ticket for sixty bucks on StubHub or something, and it's an arena arena venue. I'm like, eh, I might go. And here, the mm-hmm. worst case scenario, if it bores the ass off me after six or seven songs, I just go home. So mm-hmm. that's that's how I look. I'm 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 I don't care if I miss it. I'm I'm not interested if I have if I it's it's kind of like two days before I'll decide when we're going to go or not. And if I don't go, whatevs, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't really care. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the other thing too, I think people didn't like Creed is because of Scott Stapp. You know, I mean he was yeah. I saw Creed once. It was an ex-girlfriend of mine who was living in San Diego. She was into them. And I, there was another band, I think, opening for them. I, I can't remember who it was, but um, she wanted to go see the show. And so, yeah, I, I went with her, you know, and we had I remember we had pretty good seats, too. And Scott Stapp was just fucking wasted. I mean, he was completely wasted. Well, yeah, he had problems. Lay, laying down. He laid down half of the show. I mean, literally laid on his back singing. Um, so it was a pretty much it was a disastrous show. Not too long, I think, after that is when they kind of yeah, disbanded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he did. He imploded. He had a lot of, you know, drug issues, substance abuse issues. Um, I know he was like, I mean, there was, I remember there was that one thing about the band 311. He was like, I guess those yeah. guys are supposedly like the nicest guys in the world. He was sitting on one of the guy's wives. So a lot of it had to do with, with him. And, you know, he, just like with people, I mean, we see it too now. I mean, everybody hates Limp Biscuit, right? When you talk about Limp Biscuit, oh, God, Limp Biscuit. Well, yeah. you said, there's, they're, they're playing Madison Square Garden. They're as big now right. as they were yeah. back then. So people also like Creed or the younger kids at that point who were watching MTV 
and watching TRL and those were their bands, right? When they grew up with, I mean, just like all like like you know our parents' generation, my dad's generation that loved you know Zeppelin and loved all the '60s stuff, Beatles and everything. I mean, they listened to stuff, Motley Crue and everything in the '80s. Like, what the fuck is this garbage? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's just a lot of what it was. Was just a lot of that. That's where I think a lot of the hatred of Creed came mm-hmm. from. But of course. When you sell 52 million records, it's set on, well, it's set not on everybody Wikipedia, hates them. So you know, correct. it was on Wikipedia, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But they're right yeah. up there. No human clays a diamond seller, so that's. But they're yeah. they're one of those bands that just said, you know, bring it up and have a discussion for 10 minutes, and I may or may not go depending on the day that's in it, I guess. Yeah, but I want to say one one more thing. Not about sorry Creed, but you know, I'm I'm actually pretty happy though that Creed got back together, and they're doing this tour because they were, if you really think about it, they were kind of. Yeah, I don't know how it was in Ireland, but here, you know, they were, like I said, they were an MTV band, and they were like mm-hmm. the last sort of rock band on MTV. Yeah, and and yeah. really just, I mean, because after that, when you think of what came after Creed in terms of rock. Oh, the 90s. Ooh. Was, was the 2000s where you started having Horrendous. a lot of that Britpop stuff started coming back. You know, you had, or, or like the, the yeah. indie stuff, the Killers and oh. Kaiser Chiefs and... Franz Ferdinand. I don't know if you even know half of those bands, but they, I, I, you know? I know them, but I, okay. I can't stand them. I know exactly yeah, what you're talking yeah. about. I just don't mm-hmm. like that shit. I, White I, stripes. Rock, White stripes. Nope. I'm not into nope. them either. Exactly. No, uh, I don't like that. I'm yeah. looking up that Creed band or album, by the way. It's annoying me now. But um, mm. yeah, I mean, no, none of that shit. White stripes. And, no, I couldn't take any of that crap. And even the 90s overall wasn't great for. Um, was, we, we, we know it was like the graveyard decade for metal or whatever, except with the with the uh, with the. The exception, terrorists, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, of course, and thank God for bands like that that did it. But mm-hmm. I think uh, just just one of those bands that put I put it this way: Creed coming to your town, they're not going to attract one new fan. You know what? They don't care about attracting new fans. They just want to sell out seats, make some money, and just come back in ten years' time, and That's then hopefully go away again. And then Mark Tremonti can go back to Alterbridge, which is a good band. They are a good know. band. Yeah, sorry, Full Circle was two thousand and nine. So they went, they went. Okay. My own prison, ninety seven. Human Clay came out in nineteen ninety nine. Uh, Weathered was two thousand and one, and they came back with Full Circle in two thousand and nine. Okay. And I think that's when it was. That's they, and that was a comeback, and then it went away. And they, I think they did a tour a couple of years ago again. I think, and then they came back for this one. So it's just all revenue, you know. Alter Bridge. Oh, of break. course. They had, they had a window, and they said, "Let's go out and tour, make some cash." So. And why not do it? I mean, I would. Yeah, good for them. Stupid. I would It'd be stupid not to. You know, I mean, and it'll only help bolster the stuff they're already doing with this Alter right. Bridge or Steps solo stuff, as you said. Um, but, but my, yeah, like I said, that was like the last rock band. So what, I, what I'm interested to know, okay, is, okay, now that Creed's come back and they're doing a reunion, there's no one else. I can't think of any other band after them that made some noise around that time in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. rock band or even metal, obviously. I mean, not really metal, but maybe the hard rock stuff. And there's no one else. I mean, they were like sort of the last like platinum big time rocks, you know, slash metal band, if you want to call them before really that, you know, MTV completely went away. Streaming was in, like I said, the internet, everything took over with streaming right around that time too. And then of course that's when rock really just started going, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see what the industry does next now, because you don't have no more of those bands. That's it. I mean, every, I, I'm, I'm trying to think, I mean, maybe I'm wrong and I'm, I maybe someone in our audience here, when they listen, they could write a comment or send us an email or something about any other bands that I'm missing because I can't think of it. So it's going to be interesting to see mm. now 
now that they've run out of you know you know re, you know uh, reprocessing or recycling, I should say all these older bands for their reunions, it should be interesting to see what they do next. I'm really interested. See, that's why classic rock is big business. Um, because yes. the, like, like the mm-hmm. bands are like, kiss just, they're like, are they done? Whatever. But, you know, um, Aerosmith, I mean, arguably they're done, you know, Steven Tyler's having health issues again. Nobody really knows what's going on there. Um, ACDC, if they're lucky, you get one more tour. So they're probably, they're pretty much done. Even the younger bands like the Maidens mm-hmm. and the Bon Jovi's, they're coming up on a 40 year, a 40 year career right yeah, now. I mean, Maiden are, Maiden are in the sixties. Nick and McBrain had a mild stroke recently. So mm-hmm. Ozzy fucked. Let's be honest. He's never touring again. Maybe a concert nope. here. Or if, he's talking about some farewell in Birmingham, his hometown, but um, uh, he's not able to do it. And then you got, um, you know, the, like the Bowies are gone and, um, uh, you know, just even the big pop stars, you two are up there in the 60s right now. So where's the where's the next wave of rock bands mm-hmm. coming there in is behind none. them? That's the, 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 it's, not, it's not even rock and metal. Where's the, where's the next wave of rock bands? Rock bands, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I'm not seeing it. I mean, obviously there's a few out there, like the Avenged Sevenfold of the, uh, of the world and stuff like that. They're, they're play arenas, I think, but yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't gravitate towards them or five finger i don't really know trust me no, no, yeah they're not my type of stuff either nope. those bands um nope. i'm not into really i mean really the 2000s is when i started really go i started going back and just you know or, or i start my taste started to change a little bit in the 2000s where i was mm. getting more into the bands like nashville pussy and you know super suckers sort of like sure. straight up rock bands a little punk edge but yep. more with like an acdc sort of like you know style you know what i mean with a little punk to it mm. um yeah because i i really feel like the 2000s was a really almost a lost decade for music i mean i would say in 2010 and and, and forward i i've been you know there's been a lot of a lot better music i think coming out in terms of rock um metal's always been there you know obviously you had all those uh new wave of american you know heavy metal bands sure. the the chimeras the lamb of gods obviously from the 2000s and everything yep. but shadows fall like shadows that. fall was a great, mm-hmm. really good band exactly but really i mean it, it was pretty that's what really got me into the whole heavy rock stuff the stoner rock the doom uh was because of that because that was at least that stuff was you know taken once again influences from the good old days the 70s you know and I so agree. um it's just yeah so it's really interesting What's going to happen now that all these bands are either retiring, just fading away, or now these reunions are done and they're squashed? Where is this music coming from now then going forward? Like I said, I think that's one of the reasons why Live Nation did the On the Road Again thing, but we've already gone there. We're not going to go there again. We've no, no, no. That. But even yeah. two more bands super quick were yeah. like Disturbed yeah. and Godsmack. They were, two, they were two big bands again. That's true. Um, they, are, they, went, the right. they went in, into arenas, I guess, but they're also two bands that I, Godsmack are not bad, Disturbed zero interested and i appreciate mm. what they do and david drainman is a good you know good figure for metal and is he's outspoken seems like a good guy and all that and a good voice but musically they do nothing for me maybe i'm getting older for that but that's i think as i started to get older matt i i i, I kind of stopped pretty much when you're talking about and i started at that point getting into pink floyd in the last kind of 10 15 years i never would have listed pink floyd in, Interesting. The, really? in the 80s and 90s just they just wouldn't have been my band and now i mm. love them same then with um, like some of the death and brutal and technical death metal. I would have never listened to that either. I discovered that later in life because I just I needed another avenue to discover mm-hmm. new music, and that became it. And now, like I can't imagine not having death metal band on a couple of times a day or Pink Floyd in the background. I'm doing something because, but 
you know, I think you get older, your musical tastes just alter or you get influenced sure. or you're, you're either get more anger or more mellow. I don't know one or the other. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're totally right. And, and I do the same thing. I mean, and that's what's kind of great though in a way is because we did so much, especially in, this, in the 70s and 80s, there was so much money in the business and they were just signing mm-hmm. so many that's bands right. that we, I, half of these bands I didn't even hear of. And I've discovered them over, almost, you know, over the last 10 years or so. And I'm like, holy shit, man. There's so much good undiscovered music out there from all these decades. It's, it's like mm. one of those things, like if, if music stopped now, if, if no more music was recorded, if all the, you know, the formats went away, the platforms, the, the vinyls, the CDs, everything, and it was like, okay, well, there's no more music. You just got to you know, deal with what you got out there now. No problem. Yeah, right? there's, there's still yeah. plenty to discover that I haven't. Yeah. I mean, so many albums. I mean, even even some some legacy bands. I, I, some of their albums I haven't really, I guess, dug deep into a lot of times. You, just like anything, you know, you've heard of them, but you never, you know, a priest. I mean, or these maidens. I mean, there's so many different records from all these legacy bands that sometimes you skip over one or two, and you're like, "Holy shit, I didn't, I didn't really listen to this album." But you but go also back what and happened- to it, and boom, yeah. But you're you're right, man. You're also you look at a band like just say Leonard Skinner or Molly Hatchet or whoever mm-hmm. Blackfoot. Take your pick, right? So yeah. I, I, if somebody asked me, do I like all of those three bands? I would say, yeah, I do. So yeah. if somebody said to me, name name their albums from 1974 to 83, I go, uh, yeah. I'm not really sure about <laughs> yeah. that. And yeah. then it makes me think, well, what am I missing then? I mean, if if I like the four albums that I have on my phone or whatever, why why aren't I going into it? I just don't have the time, whatever. But so for me, there's a lot of those legacy bands I haven't even discovered yet, like a little mm-hmm. bit of Creedence Clearwater or Steely Dan and shit like that. That's phenomenal mm-hmm. music. But mm-hmm. I only know maybe one or two albums or a handful of tracks. So I could spend the next five years discovering old music without listening to one new track. This is just exactly. a and I think, and I don't know if we want to talk about it tonight, with streaming, I've access to so many, like, you know, like I said before, you've got your phone and you've got 74 million songs literally at your fingertips. We think about the technology of that. And now we can discover so many bands and so much discography, exactly. those albums that you missed back in the day. By, and you can listen to it, walk your dogs, put on your AirPods and go, no, nah, I don't like it, delete. And mm-hmm. it's good and bad because it makes very it makes music very disposable. But it's opening up a world to me or anybody, for that sake, that just didn't exist even five, six years ago, ten years ago. Certainly didn't mm-hmm. exist. Yeah, no, I mean, bingo, man. I mean, it really is, and and that's a, that's the key. It's like you said, we've got it all right at our fingertips. We don't have yeah. to go to the record store and and thumb nope. through the vinyl record, you know, or use records and and find a gem. You just click it on your screen. So I mean, like you said, yeah, it, it makes it a little more disposable. Maybe not as exciting mm-hmm. than when you discover and find something. And take it and listen to the whole thing, the whole album at once. But yeah. it's there. Like you said, we've got so much there. Um, but it is, like I said, I, I'm just so interested. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want time to, to go by too fast. But I am, I'm very, very eager to find out what's going to happen now after, yeah. you know, all, all these bands have pretty much had their reunions, had their, you know, you know, their farewells their, and all that. Farewell kind of tours and all that stuff, whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. So mm. should be interesting. Uh, well, speaking, uh, you just brought up something about streaming. You know, you sent me something today too about <laughs> an interesting stat about streaming. Yeah, right? I was just, just stumbling around on a couple of websites today, and this I just it stopped me in my tracks. I'm just going to read some of this, and it said four trillion songs. I can't imagine counting the four trillion were mm. streamed in 2023, which is a 22 percent more than 2022. Right, mm. think about that four trillion songs, and then I said, "Well, well, who's listening to what?" It's not about it's not about 
breaking it down as to what the albums are. But it was one of the things that was driving uh, driving me to think about it. And I did a, a kind of an in-depth. Well, what's driving streaming? And mm. it's similar to what I just started. It's pure convenience. It's utter convenience. It's, totally. it's human beings just being lazy bastards. And yet you're just a path of least resistance or hard, we're brain or mm. hardware to do that. And and there's no obviously physical product is gone for the most part. I know it's a bit of a resurgent in vinyl, even cassette tapes and um, you know CDs or whatever. But it's never going to go back to the way it was. And even MP3 players. I mean, who has an iPod anymore in their pocket? I know, right? I, I've mm-hmm. got an iPad. We all have probably two or three lying around in the in the drawer. Use them. All that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're there. You don't yeah. need them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think what it also what's also driving the number is you have personalized algorithms. So then you're listening to Apple Music mm-hmm. and I listen to you know, the new aborted song and it goes, oh, he likes this. Here's another one that you might like, Tom. So it's yeah. constantly pushing music in your direction. It's like an MTV of the day. It's pushing it at you. Um, and then the, if you look at the worldwide audio and video, which is a c- combined streaming, that's actually 7.1 trillion wow. um, individual songs, <laughs> tracks, whatever you want to call it. And and it's all and then but it's even if you're you can again it's a world of convenience that we just take for granted. So you're sitting in your Sunday morning having a cup of coffee. Hey Siri, play me some. Now see now my fucking phone is busy. Um, hey Siri, <laughs> play me some Sunday morning music. Hey Siri, play me some death metal. You don't even have to look for it, and it just starts hitting it. So their mm-hmm. their class is plays. See, mm-hmm. see. Oh look at that. Yeah, here's Sunday right morning up. music. See. Oh wow. Just right up. That. Unbelievable. Um, but then the, the, but then. The, Jesus, actually playing Sunday morning music. Whoever sticks season are, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Whether I like it. Ne- See, yeah. now I'm in an algorithm. It's going to think I like Sunday morning music. That's so it. That's now they're going to feed you all that right shit there. now. Exactly, yeah. But uh, forever. I, but then there's obviously there's some challenges for that, like the compensation uh, for artists. This has come up a thousand times. And I think Spotify, you have to get a song played a thousand times to get a royalty from Spotify. And I think it's like three dollars mm. or something. So if you get if you hit nine nine nine, you don't get a penny. Think about that. Right. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah. It's unbelievable. But and also then because you've got so much access to music, just, like we have as people, as consumers, how does a lesser known band have a shot? of getting noticed in all of that noise out there. They I don't. just think it's it's unbelievable. And yeah, I, I just one other thing too is that um, uh, I think when when you have, you could say, hey, S-I-R-I, I can't say because it'll talk to me, but, you know, play 80s hard rock music, play whatever. Um, there's there's less engagement with the music. It's just making it easy and just constant play all the time. So listen, I personally love the technology because I, I listen to more rock and metal now than I ever did because I have access yeah. to it. But mm-hmm. what am I? What am I missing? And a lot of the artists don't get paid because I pay fifteen dollars a month for Apple Music, and I get six people on that plan. I used to spend fifteen dollars a week on one CD back one in the day, CD, so that right? money exactly. is not going somewhere. So there you go. Well, and like you said, I mean, you were saying that the reason why you know stream is because you know humans were lazy. I think it's just because it's free. I mean, I mean, for the most part, like you said, fifty. Ten, I mean, I spend yeah ten bucks. You know, for my Apple, I mean, it's basically free, right? I'm listening to all this shit, all and we can get everything for for ten bucks. Um, so I think it's it's just that is the most. I listen. That's the number one. I I think convenient factor. I mean, obviously sure. it's easy just to put it on our phone, but the fact that it's free. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Look, we've we've all uh, music connoisseurs like ourselves that love you know everything about rock and metal and just music. Prior to streaming, I mean, we think about how much money we spent on CDs and and records. A lot of money. 
You know, it's one of the things yeah. when I got when I got into doing, mm-hmm. you know, even my label and everything, or just in the business, that was the one thing I wanted. I didn't I didn't really want to get paid for anything. It was like just I want free music because I'm sick of paying for it. And I'm sick of paying for music that wasn't good. You know, let's be honest. I mean, we were we we buy these records and you know, most of the records you'd get you know, if you can get two to three really good songs on it, okay, you'd, you you would try your best to force yourself. I know I did. If I spent eighteen to twenty bucks on a CD, I'm listening to that thing to death, and I'm making sure there's got to be at least two to three songs in that record that I'm gonna get some yep. satisfaction out of. Now, I'd force myself. It's funny because sometimes I go back and listen to those records, and I listen to them and say, "Yeah, you know, it was like this." I mean, this really wasn't that great a song, but because I paid so much money for it, I wanted to like it so much. Yeah. That I would, I would kind of be like, yeah, yeah, I like that, I like that. Hell yeah, I almost forced myself to think it's good. Now when I go back, I'm like, what am I kidding? That was not good at all. But I think that that to me was the number one thing that I, that I enjoy about streaming mm-hmm. is just because I'm not spending money on bad songs. You know, listen, you know, that's why these days, you know, there. I know a lot of artists complain, and I get it, I understand it. But if you put out a great record, okay, ten songs, eight to ten songs. Not everyone's got to be obviously a great song, but but they you know just somewhat sure. catchy, somewhat good. Okay, my money is well spent. You, you, people will still buy those records on the CD or on vinyl. People will like I still buy vinyl, and but I only buy it for the records that I know are are really good. That I know mm-hmm. I want to spend on that full. You know, put a, a put it on the the turntable and to spin that thing in full. Listen to both sides in full not a record that i know is one or two good songs that are on the third song so i gotta kind of take the needle and then get to the third song i mean i'm not gonna do that so um that's why i usually only buy vinyl from records that to me are top to bottom pretty much stellar you know i I can't imagine having to think about physical product for me because i'm again i've got hundreds of cds we spoke about this before you know Mm. picture discs and vinyl and cassette tapes whatever and i still have them um, but I can't imagine having to stay, me personally, having to stay in the one room to listen to it because I've got mm. a stationary player. All my CDs are stacked up like the olden days. Like 99% of my music or podcasts are listened to moving around, doing something, sure. walking the dog, mm. driving, going to the gym, going for a run, mowing mm-hmm. the lawn in the summertime, whatever. It's all, I'm never in the one spot listening to music. I, I And even if I'm um, doing something mundane around the house, I just oh, listen to you know, aftershocks to see, see what we sounded like last week or the classic mm. belt show or whatever, some other podcast I listen to. But, but listen, that's um, each to their own. Uh, if you're a physical product guy, fantastic. If I'm not, I'm a digital guy, I completely move from that. But who cares? That's the thing. Who cares? As long as you're supporting the bands, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, you're going to the concerts, you're, are you're, you're contributing the to the scene. Mm-hmm. This is, this exactly. is our contribution to the scene That's beyond right. here, uh, uh, having a podcast and just talking about music. And, you know, if, you, if you're not doing it one way or doing another way. So even, even bands that you don't like, if you think, think Creed are a shitty band, fine, don't care. They're still out there waving the rock flag and I'll take that all day long. That's important to me. I agree with you on that. You know, it is important. You're right. I mean, whether you like a band like Creed or some of these, whatever bands, That's you fine. know, as long as they are exactly waving that rock flag and they're not changing their sound or they're still just keeping, like you said, just it, it is important these days waving a rock flag. And it's another whole topic, but, um, you know, we've seen so many, of course, genres over the years, whether it be jazz or, you know, blues or soul, gospel, all these, all this kind of music that was really big folk music back, you know, back in the day, 40s, 50s, 60s, right? 
it's not part of our mainstream, you know, music anymore. No, uh, when, when rock came in, that took it over. And now rock's in the same boat. I mean, rock is right there too. It's not dead. I don't think any of those genres are ever going to be dead. But is it? It's not part of our culture also anymore. You no. know, it, it doesn't affect our culture anymore. I mean, it's not the young kids are you know not listening to rock and not playing it. I mean, we used to sit there, air guitars, kids. We would dream about being a you know, rock star, just yeah. being on stage, being a you know a guy in Kiss or Def Leppard or whatever. Nowadays, kids aren't aren't thinking that. It's more about they want to be a solo artist, have their own YouTube channel, and want to have you know a, a solid Instagram channel, uh, all the social media. You know, obviously that's where it's all done through, and it's very individualized too. The great thing mm-hmm. about rock or just band music in general was that band taking three plus people, putting them together creating something that that was special that only those three people could create you know and and um that's just kind of like you said not really there as much so i'm with you on that whether you like a band like creed or whatever the fact is they're still out there they're playing they're and it's rock music and it's heavy music too yeah but even even music that's like you take a band like u2 obviously an irish band and i i like u2 i'm not an uber fan I like him. I do genuinely. I saw him a couple of times in the great live and they just did the sphere recently in Vegas. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I had them on in my home a couple of years, a couple of weeks ago, actually, I think over the holidays and I had them on a big TV screen. I was playing like a live concert. It wasn't sphere. It was whatever. And one of my, um, one of my kids, she's 17. One of her friends came in and I just, just, mm-hmm. I just said, do you know what those guys are? And they said, and they were listening going, no, yeah, you too. Yeah. And they go, who? So yeah, they were see? 17. I had wow. no idea who no you idea. two were. Zero, mm-hmm. no idea, and they're arguably like they, you know, one of the, the biggest, if not one of the biggest bands ever. Like literally, it's albums wise and all that. And the seventeen-year-old kids, because music is not important to the to most kids today. They just like a poppy tune. They have it mm-hmm. on their AirPod on on shuffle or whatever um, on their phone for a couple of weeks, and then then the next hit song comes in, and this one is gone. It's completely disposed of. Can you imagine listening to? an album like or a band and then someone better, better comes along you just you just push them aside and then they come in and take their place it's like this revolving door of just good yeah. songs all sound the same all generic all bullshit all taylor swift stuff whatever it is exactly um, yep. mm-hmm. or some of this r&b stuff and all the that kind of music which i just don't understand i won't say anything in case i get in trouble but um <laughs> but i just don't get it so it's disposable but kids have no investment like i mean I, yes we're old fucks i get it but i can remember opening up the albums and looking at it and reading the liner notes and open like look smelling it like seriously you just got yep. so immersed mm-hmm. in the goddamn music that you were just you know and you'd run home to play it i remember i remember my local record store would have been 15 16 and a half to maybe three miles and the new Maiden album would be out, I would literally run in to get it, pick it up, mm-hmm. hand over my money, and run back home again to play it. I just sure. couldn't wait to hear couldn't it. Couldn't wait. But now mm-hmm. we can pop it on your, your phone or whatever, I get it. But there's there's no investment in music anymore. You like it for five minutes, next. Next. No, it, it, it's true. I mean, I mean, you know, it's... Well, that begs the question then, too, of course, is is it the parents? Have the parents just, in our, you know, a generation, have we done a bad job with, Probably. with music with our kids? You know, I mean, listen. I mean, I got a nine-year-old daughter. She just turned nine, and like she, you just explained her to the, as, to a T. It's Taylor Swift. I mean, listen. I, I've got look. I've got a this studio right here. I've got instruments everywhere. She takes piano lessons. You know, so she does it every week. I, I, you know, I mean, I think her personality is just more mellow. She's not really. I think someone maybe later in life she'll she'll yeah. uh, you know 
you know, get into rock or something. And listen, when she was young, I was playing her Kiss. I remember playing her, what was it? I would play um, uh, I Love It Loud, you know, or, or Lick <laughs> It Up. And she and she would hum it as as a you know a two year old she'd be like get up in the back seat you know yeah, yeah. I would just try to get pop you know just some catchy poppy rock stuff and I was thinking okay I'm well on my way to 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 it happening you know maybe getting her into it but of course you get a little older and when you start discovering your her own stuff yeah it's gone mm, I mean yeah. yeah it was gone I mean I even tried with the Beatles I figured okay Beatles are always a good thing for kids maybe let's try that I tried so much different stuff. And, you know, it's kind of like I've got this stuff all around. I got my posters everywhere. She'll see these bands. Maybe she gets a little older, you know, maybe it changes. (laughs) But like you said, it's it's just not that important. Like you said, we were so invested because it was also, once again, it was also part of our, it was on the radio, it was on the TV. Rock was, was a popular thing. It was, our culture was, it was big in it. And so now Music in general really isn't big, and if it is, like you just said, it's it's the the bar and B, it's the Taylor Swift, and that's. I think, but I think the thing is, is we're 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 music fans. Like we we get Mm -hmm. like we read books and we go to the concerts and we do this whatever. So we're music fans. They're just fans of music, and that's a big difference. It's just something to do whilst Mm -hmm. they're, you know, doing their homework. Seriously, sure. that's all music is to mm. them. They like a little song if they're with their friends. Background noise or something. Just yeah. background noise. Mm. They have no idea probably who it is. It just sounds like a beat. Whereas, you know, if I was if I was sitting in um uh sitting at a, a traffic stop and I he could I could if I heard metal coming from somewhere, I'm putting the window down, going, "What? Where's, Where's that, that coming yeah, from? Exactly. And what is yeah, it? Because yeah, yeah. I want to hear who it is. I mean, if, mm. if my kids heard a pop song, boom, 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 they would they couldn't give a shit. They don't care. Even True. if they heard it, it wouldn't enter their heads. Whereas I have to know who he is, and if I can make eye contact, mm. he's getting horns. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> that's just how it is. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. I know it's it's um, man. We sound old, man. That's all I know. You know, talking mm. about this stuff, we sound old. That's but hey, we are. Know, so I don't. We care. are. We are. No, it is. We are. And and the thing is, is like yes, we that was the heyday of of music, and not even just rock. You know, just music in general. You know, because even mm. the pop stars, like I always said, even the pop artists. There was it wasn't beats now it's just beats you know then it was music I mean Prince yeah. was an amazing musician I saw him live I see he did a guitar yeah. solo it was like watching Joe Satch it was I know unbelie- I never saw anything like it it was phenomenal because I wasn't expecting it mm-hmm. but even like I saw Michael Jackson live and um, you know Prince not that I was fans that I'm not a fan of any of those artists that were just there nearby mm-hmm. and there were big stars so I said they'd go but. Um, but even you even go back in bands like Duran Duran or Spandu Ballet, you know, they were mm-hmm. good musicians. They were pop players. I get mm-hmm. it. And some of their stuff is not bad. The Police is a prime example. Police, oh, great right, musicians, yeah. great musicians. Um, yep. they, they played their instruments. They weren't just dancing around mm-hmm. to some stupid back and exactly. that, you know, a tape or whatever. Um, uh, but whatever. Look, we could. We're this is this is really showing our age. But then we're 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 not we're not here to attract a new audience. We're no, we're not. To, People exactly. our age who are probably not on the head going, yeah, Matt, fuck yeah, Matt, tell it how it is. But you know, we're, we just we just come on here once a week for ninety minutes, two hours, yeah. have a beer, and just talk about whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so that's it. Yeah.